Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Maya Sleiman. Maya is a Lebanese-Belarusian girl studying biomedical sciences at King's College London. Maya loves fashion, Latin dance, playing the piano, reading, creative writing, traveling, and blogging. Maya, how are you today? Hello, I'm doing very well. How are you? I feel blessed. I feel really in a great mood thanks to the spring weather and I'm very curious about you and to know more about who you are as a person. So I'll begin with this nice first question. Maya, if the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you? So I think people would say that I'm a very ambitious person. Like I, whatever I set my mind to, I will do anything to reach it. Um, very driven, motivated. Uh, I really like to work hard. And I like that when, like, I like having my time filled up. I don't like having my free time. I feel like if I have my free time, then I'm not doing enough. I think they would also say I'm uh, very caring and kind and I put other people's needs before mine, even in times where I should be putting myself first. And yeah. Thank you. That makes me think, someone who is driven, ambitious, and like you spoke about yourself, you pursue your goals no matter what, usually there is a clash with your part or the part of your personality that is putting people's needs before your own because it means you care what other people think. And often, if your goals are big enough, they will be too scared for you. So they will tell you, no, don't try it, uh, be safe, don't risk it, whatever it is. So how do you combine both? How can you be someone who's a people pleaser at the same time, have the positive selfishness of going after your own goals? So I think for me... Um I mean, in the very beginning, I used to always actually care about what people think. And over time, I learned that, you know, in the end, I have to do what makes me happy. Although I put other people's needs before mine, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I neglect uh, my own. And um, by putting other people first, it just means that if they need any help or advice, like I will always be the first one to be there and because I have like my circle of friends, so I've like they're very supportive to whatever I do, and actually they motivate me to work even harder. 
Um, so to separate both of them, I think in the beginning, it was probably a struggle because there would be people that they don't want the best for you. But with time, you know, you learn who actually supports you and who is genuine in your life and who will push you to work harder and be your best self. So, yeah, I think at the moment I don't have this clash because I would put people's wants before mine. But as long as it's not affecting um, like my path to my goal. Thank you. That's absolutely really, really interesting. And as a woman who is driven and ambitious, I want to know, is your love language caring for others and acts of service and to show to others that you care for them and that's what makes you happy and satisfied? Or it's something different and your nurturing side is just a natural instinct? Or how would you describe it? I would say my nurturing side is more of a natural instinct. And I think it's, uh, it actually comes from my mother because she was very caring and very warm to us. So I think it just comes out naturally for me. Thank you. And what's your advice for women who might have always put other people's interests and other people's uh, needs before their own, which they feel maybe they're stuck, they feel they worry, what if uh, people judge them even in a slight way, what if they don't support them? So they stay within their comfort zone. And some of them might even feel anxiety at the discomfort of trying something outside their comfort zone. What would be your advice for them? And what do you do in order to stay there in that zone of growth? So I would say that in any area of life or whichever career or any aspect, there will always be people who will try to drag you down and not wish the best for you, um, who will not be supportive towards what you're working for. So in the end of the day, you have to, in that scenario, you have to put yourself first, whether you are someone who is just minding their own business and just living your own life, there will always be people criticizing you. And I think at that point, that's when you have to kind of learn the difference between putting other people's needs first and putting yourself first, because you can do both as long as you balance it out and it doesn't affect you negatively. Thank you. And as a girl who's mixed nationality and culture, how do you feel yourself? Do you feel you're a third culture kid who is totally different from the culture of Belarus or Lebanon? You're mixed like a melting pot of multiple places or like you spoke about your mother, is your mother's culture more influential on who you are or your father's or the UK's culture or the UAE? Or how is it within your psychology? So I grew up uh, my whole life in the UAE. I was born there. So I would also consider the UAE to be my home. Um, in terms of Lebanon and Belarus, I would consider myself, both, like both of them uh, are like home to me and I love both of the cultures. So yeah, I would say it's a mixture between Lebanon and Belarus and obviously the UAE because it was my home for so many years and that's where I grew up and I made the most memories. Thank you. And why did you choose then to go study in London? 
While, for example, even in the UAE, there are so many prestigious universities and in nearby parts where you can visit your parents easily compared to the UK. What was attractive about it? Is it Harry Potter? Is it your love for uh, the previous queen? Is it something else? You wanted a totally different place that is colder and much more culturally different than the UAE? Or what attracted you to that? No, actually, it wasn't uh, the Harry Potter or the Queen. But, uh, well, first of all, I wanted um, a change because growing up in the UAE, it's really hot and the weather stays the same the whole year. Um, and I really wanted to experience uh, living life in Europe and outside the Middle East. So that was kind of one of my reasons. And then the other reason is because like, I, I am a very amb ambitious person. So I always want the best. And the UK has like the best schools in the whole world. So that's also why I picked to come here. Thank you. And I know you're interested in fashion, in beauty, etc. How do you create your outfit or your look or even your makeup in order to express your personality? Is it your mood that you wake up in a mood and you want to reflect it through colors that resonate with that? Is it that someday you feel like Marilyn Monroe, another day you feel like another celebrity or a character from a book or a movie and you want to embody that? Or how would a girl or a person who's interested in fashion, but they don't really understand how to express their unique personality through it, choose their outfit for the day or create their style? I think for me, my love of fashion came from when I was younger, um, when I was like a like small like child, small girl, and I would see my mom getting dressed up for work and uh, going to work and like the pretty like clothes and she was always wearing colorful clothes so that's actually where my love of color came from um, and in terms of how I choose my outfits every single day and my look I think it I don't really think about it uh, deeply it's just whatever mood I wake up in um, whichever color I'm feeling uh, that's how I pick it basically thank you and I want to know more now you lived all your life in the UAE, you made friends for years over there, and now you went to a new culture. How does it work? Let's say there is a girl who's excited about going to college or university in a new country, but she's worried, will I make new friends? Will they be real friends or just shallow acquaintances? Uh, do I need to talk and approach and initiate with people? Will they come to me? What's your experience making friends in the UK? And what would you recommend to any girl or woman who is going to a new city, maybe a new institution or a new country in order to not be alone and to build bonds with people that feel warm and deep? Actually, before I came to the UK, I was also thinking about, oh, how will I leave my friends? How will I make new friends? Um, because, you know, when you are in school, it's just like so easy to make friends and it's like you, you're friends with whoever is in your class. So that was actually one of my biggest worries. But when I came here, I realized it's much more simple than I thought. And especially here, people are very friendly and you kind of have to 
have the mindset that you are not the only one that's going to a new country. There will be other people that are also leaving their home, that are leaving their family, and they also want to make new friends. So you have to think of it in a way that it's not just you who is trying to, you know, intrude um, in like a friend group. It's like, everyone's goal coming to university they want to make friends they want to meet new people so you kind of all get along and it's actually it was actually very easy thank you and to you especially with your cultural mix etc what does it mean for you to be a woman what is the energy of femininity how do you experience it and how would you explain it in words, although it's more to be felt, so that people nowadays where there is confusion, what's a man, what's a woman, could know your opinion of that energy that makes you feel very feminine? So I feel very privileged uh, to be a woman, actually, because, you know, women are much uh, more impressive than people would think or expect there were always, you know, misconceptions about women's abilities. And actually nowadays, I think um, like a woman's power is uh, being shown to the world more and more every day because there are so many great women and inspiring women out there. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel very happy to be a woman. I encourage and I support that very, very much. And you as someone entering the fashion world somehow, how do you go about finding your voice? You know, they say photographers will have a voice, influencers will have a voice, which is the unique way that you express your message. And people, sometimes it takes them a long time to discover what is their voice. Some of them, they copy others, what they like about others until they find their uniqueness. Some other people, they just meditate in a cave in order to understand themselves. For you, how do you go about this journey of finding your unique voice in a world where there are so many people who are also competing for attention and to inspire and share with others? I think finding your own voice, um, it is difficult, but it also comes very naturally and it is not wrong to be inspired from others. Obviously, it is very wrong to copy what others do, but uh, getting inspiration from other women or other people around the world, this is like completely fine. And actually, I think through that you find your own voice because you get inspiration from one person and you get inspiration from another person and you kind of experiment with that. And that's how you find your own voice. Thank you. And speaking about friends, what kinds of people do you seem to gravitate towards the most? Are there people in this world that you feel, yes, this is my kind of person, these are my tribe, no matter the location? Is it energetic that you feel you resonate with them in a, some kind of metaphysical, spiritual level? Is it the conversation where you don't have to think and you find so many commonalities? Is it just that they are have a background from Lebanon or UAE or Belarus? It's like two strangers meeting in London and you're like, yes, we're similar, let's go. Or how do you decide on or feel that feeling of belonging of, yes, this is my kind of person? Uh, for me, finding friends is about if the conversation flows really well and if it's just easy conversation. Um, 
I also really like spontaneous people. So I'm a spontaneous person. I'm organized, but at the same time, I love, you know, doing like experiencing new things, um, even if it's like unplanned things. So uh, people who, you know, are up for the adventure or, you know, they want to enjoy and, uh, you know, just have the same interests. So those are the people I kind of gravitate towards more. Thank you so much. And you spoke about being someone who can sacrifice your own needs for others almost always or at least very often, yet you still have that independence, that ability to be spontaneous, to be joyful. What is your recommendation maybe to some girls or women who feel they were too kind and they got disappointed or heartbroken in some people who may be abused of their kindness and now they become closed, they don't trust uh, others, they don't begin any new interaction with trust but with closeness so that they open themselves because the best people in this world, if you are beginning with closeness and with uh, worrying whether they will betray you or disappoint you, they will leave. And so you lose a lot of good people in the process. So how do you heal yourself or your recommendation for other women to heal any heartbreak, whether in love or not related to people that they were kind to who did not reciprocate? So actually, that's a very nice question. Um, I went through uh, experiences similar to that. So where my kindness was taken for granted and, you know, not appreciated. So I think the best way to deal with that is obviously to take time to heal on your own and surround yourself with people who love you and support you and also find new interests and hobbies. And in regards to people leaving and you losing good people as a result of that, I think if someone will leave you when you are in a state of vulnerability, then they are not the right friend or the right person for you. Because if they are really supportive and genuine, they would stick by your side uh, through the ups and downs and no matter what. I understand. Thank you, Maya, very, very much. And you have chosen some other place. You said you wanted to experience Europe. Nowadays, if you had the unlimited possibility to live any place in the world, you could live in Bali, in Maldives, in Hollywood, in New York, or stay in London or any other place, what would be a location, maybe Italy, that reflects your personality where you feel if you live there, it will be totally in harmony with who you are, some place where you'd feel, yes, this is my spot. I wish I could live here forever. Actually, uh, I would say London, mainly because, so London has two different sides to it. There's like the west side, which is a very like simple and like kind of classy area. And then there's like the east side, which is more like kind of street and uh, like hipster. And so I love like the contrast between the two sides because, you know, it's like you go to one end and it's a completely different experience than the other end. And I think that really, you know, reflects on me because, you know, some days um, I'm like, I'm very reserved. And then some days I'm very outgoing and I want to always uh, go out and see people. And even with my fashion is like some days I'm very like minimal and other days I'm, you know, 
kind of going crazy with the colors and experimenting with patterns. Thank you so much for sharing your voice, your perspective. And to share, uh, to finish this episode, is there any lesson or something that you have learned maybe because of living in a new country or simply because of your growth and maturity and evolution about how to live happier, how to live better, things you want to change or implement in your life that you can share with other women to inspire them with whatever lesson you have learned? Yeah, I think... Um you know, if you do move to a new country, don't be afraid, don't be shy uh, to go out to meet people, to try new things. It's all a part of life. And you only, you know, you live life once, so you have to make the most of it. Um, and in regards to, you know, people being supportive around you, you can never really, you can choose who's around you, but also you can never choose who stays and who leaves. And if someone wants to, leave you and not be by your side anymore you just have to let them go because the right uh person or the right friend will always stick by your side no matter what whether you're going uh through like a horrible like period of time or whether you're doing your best i agree one billion percent thank you maya for really participating in this podcast sharing your truth inspiring other women it's my privilege and my honor to have you here in this podcast thank you so much it was a pleasure talking to you i really enjoyed this podcast you are welcome mm-hmm.